This is the Andrew Lake Podcast, and in this episode, we're talking about sexual frustration. Sexual frustration. (laughs) Here we go. This is a big one. This is a juicy one. No pun. (laughs) There's so much here to get into. This is a great subject to get your head around. If you can master this, wow, man, you're going to be light years ahead if you can get on top of this. But there's only one technique that I want to put forward. There's a lot of techniques. There's a lot of tricks, there's a lot of dynamics, and I'm going to go through some of those, but there's one important thing that you need. There's only one thing. This is the cure. This is the golden, this is the silver bullet, sorry. Well, golden bullet is okay as well. And it's this. What is the difference between attention and awareness? That's it. That's all you need. If you can understand the difference between attention and awareness, you'll have all your sexual frustrations taken care of. So I'm going to explain it. I'm going to unpack it. But in a nutshell, your attention is your point. It's your dot. It's your arrow. It's the thing that you are focused on. It's the single, it's the single thing. It's the tip. And your awareness is everything that's in your field at the moment, everything that's in your sensory perceptions, everything that's in your environment. It's how you feel. It's what you can smell. It's what you can touch. It's what's on your periphery visions, as well as your ups and downs and ins and outs. It's also your thoughts that are jabbering along all day long. It's the feelings of the clothes on your back. And it's the feelings of things that are coming into your presence. So this difference between attention and awareness is your key to sexual frustration. So I think we should break down that some more. But first, let's look at this phrase, sexual frustration. So sexual, well, we're all familiar with that. It's the feeling, right? It's the urge. It's the impulse. It's the passion. And frustration is the unfulfillment of an expectation or the need for a fulfillment of some sort. So if you have a feeling and you think you need to fulfill something by that feeling, then you're going to be sexually frustrated. So what we call frustrating in our mind is different to what we feel in our body as frustration. So it is possible to feel sexually charged and not act out that feeling with another person in a sexual act or anything like that, and yet still not feel frustrated. It's totally different. These are separate things. And really, one of the big keys to understanding your feelings and your emotions and how they are related to your thoughts and your actions is differentiating between these different areas 
and putting them in their own compartments and dealing with them by themselves in their own way. So if you have a sexual feeling, if you have a sexual urge, your testosterone spike, which most males have about six or seven a day at least, then you're going to have a thought, which is an interpretation, a word interpretation with that feeling. So you might think something like, oh man, I need a fuck, or Jesus, I need to get it on with something. Oh, I just need to let off some steam. There are all sorts of phrases that you can think of which are associated with frustration, but that's only because you're interpreting this feeling into a story and how that feeling has to fit within the story of your life. So this is pretty big stuff. How you get to that point, how you end up there, is really dependent on your own psychology, your own upbringing, your own culture, your own influence, impressions, the things that are surrounding you, your experiences. You may have had positive or negative experiences and you might associate certain feelings and experiences together as sexual feelings. So we have a part in our mind which is just sex. It's the, the compartment of sex. It's the area of sex. And we often don't associate that with connecting into the rest of our psychology. And it might even be fair to say that you are sexually frustrated if you're frustrated with life. Like, are you an easily frustrated person? Are you someone that has ideals which are on the edge of perfectionism and you're always trying to get up to your perfect picture and you're always trying to have things exactly right and just the rich, right which way they are, that can be very frustrating if you've got a very strong ideal and you're always trying to get there. And that can come up in all sorts of areas and not just sex. And with this in mind, it's possible even to have hot sex and still be frustrated. Like I was... I was having hot, hot, gorgeous sex with this amazing woman, like all the time. Like I'm talking explosive orgasms, just heaps hot sex. And yet I was still frustrated. I was still interpreting certain feelings throughout the day that were not right, that were not sitting well with me. So it is possible to have a whole lot of hot sex, even with someone who is extremely good looking and yet not be in a white not be wired in such a way as to be satisfied or okay with the feeling. So sexual frustration really gets at the heart of how do you feel about your feelings? And I know that sounds a little bit abstract, but if you differentiate these compartments and you build up a layer of complexity between your feelings and what you think about them, or whether you say that they are good feelings or bad feelings, then you can start to understand sexual frustration, and therefore all frustration. So, what are some of the positive interpretations of sexual frustration? Well, first of all, I think one of the most pressing things is that sexual triggers are often seen as involuntary. They're impulsive. So you are 
going about your day and then a smoking hot girl walks past. And that's when you get your testosterone spike at the most unexpected moment. And I mean, I'm framing this conversation mostly for the guys. Girls, probably you're going to listen to a girl, but girls, sure, listen in. And this applies to you as well. This applies to your feelings as well. But allow me just to frame this conversation for the guys because the guys are the ones with the testosterone. And I'm a guy, so I know how fucking horny they are. But you have your sexual trigger you might see a piece of advertising or your smoking hot girl walking down the street and it's involuntary so understanding that the reason this feeling seems pressing on you is because you can't do anything immediately about it and you might not necessarily be ready at that time to have that feeling means that you can take a step back and say I know this is out of my hands. And this goes especially hard for if you don't have a girlfriend. So if you are in a relationship and you have a regular supply of sexual action, then you might be less inclined to sexual frustration because you know you can go home and let off your steam. But what I'm trying to say is that you can actually contend with the immediacy of the feeling and say to yourself that just because I can't let it off and just because it's out of my control doesn't mean I can't accept it, doesn't mean I can't allow it. So another big way of interpreting sexual feelings in positive light is simply by saying that it's energy. You hear this when you get into the New Age, Human Potential Movement, Yoga, Karma Sutra, that sort of philosophy of sex, which is sexual energy is a feeling in your body that you allow to flow. So being more at peace with your sexual energy actually lets it open up and flower. And then you don't have sexual frustration, but you have sexual flow. And it is possible to have sexual flow without acting out your sexual frustration or your sexual energies. So here we need to be careful for a trap with young players because you can walk around allowing sexual feelings but not be aware that this flows onto your thoughts and your actions. So you are doing an action which allows feelings. You're holding a thought process which allows feelings. But you need to have the added step the nuance, the complexity of deciding how that feeling should translate into what you say and how you act. So you can see what it's like when a guy is sexually frustrated and he's out chasing tail. It's quite obvious to spot it when it's in action, when it's happening. It's quite obvious to see when you know what's going on. And don't, don't hold it against him. He just doesn't know any better. He's a victim of his own testosterone. So don't go around being a, a dick about it. But this process of your thoughts and words needs to be filtered from when you are allowing your sexual energy to flow through your body. This gets at a deeper point, which is not just sexual energy or sexual frustration, but 
It's your relationships with your emotions in general. So there's a scale of impulsivity to rationality or cognitive functioning or prefrontal lobe functioning, which is your higher brain functioning. So when you have a feeling, you have your trigger. So in this case, the trigger is the sexy woman walking down the street. It could be a different trigger like tasty food or an enticing stimulation or an exciting event or really good music. So your stimuli is there and then the stimuli causes the feeling within you and then your response to the feeling is in a scale from impulsivity on the other side to prefrontal cortex activity on the other. So you can have your stimuli go into your eyeballs and then you act straight away or you can create layers between it. And that's what we're doing by drawing attention to the feeling that you have in your body in order to contend with the stimuli. Now, understand that you don't want to go all the way to your prefrontal cortex. You don't want to be all mind because then you would be sitting on a hill just thinking and rationalizing about the world without really experiencing it. So with any psychological device or thought process or self-mastery technique, you need to be able to, first of all, allow it and use it as well as control it and turn it off. And so the contending with immediacy and contending with strong feelings is the key to understanding and processing strong feelings. So there are certain yoga traditions that allow for sexual energy and sexual awareness to flower. There are certain psychological tricks that you can do to understand your sexual energy. And there are certain degrees to which you can contend with your sexual frustration. So one obvious answer is, well, if you're sexually frustrated, just go out and have sex. Is that the answer? And I think from what we've discussed so far, it's clearly not the right answer because frustration is a trait which is embedded in your psychology and your thinking, your way of acting. So we really ultimately want to unwire the frustration aspect of your psyche, of your way of moving throughout the day. And if you can contend with sexual frustration, you're going to be a long way along the way because sex is quite a strong impulse. I wouldn't say it's the strongest. In fact, it's quite obvious that biologically, thirst and hunger are much more compelling than sex. It's just that in our culture, water and food are completely available all of the time and sex still has its social structures and its complexities around it. So you're not always going to be able to have a supply of sex, but maybe that's where jerking off comes from. And that's actually something you've got to stop doing. Like if you're frustrated and you're always jerking off, then you're just feeding your frustration. You're associating your feeling, your sexual energies with frustration. Now, I do want to be careful with telling people 
to stop jerking off because really there's nothing wrong with jerking off in and of itself. But if you want to be understanding your self-mastery and contending with these feelings, then you have to... You just have to stop jerking off, okay? Not enough people say that. Just stop it. Just don't do it. And maybe we'll have to go through another conversation about NoFap and that journey and that aspect of self-mastery and understanding our feelings. So let me just gloss over it here, but stopping your jerking off every day will help with your sexual frustration. That we can put in the category of addiction, which is a little bit different. Addiction is a little bit different to frustration, but addiction is related to suppression. So we can find a nice little triangle there between addiction and frustration and suppression. So you can be addicted to sex because you are really frustrated. In fact, you can be highly active in your sex life because you're frustrated. So there are different degrees and complexities here that we need to unpack and need to unfold. Okay, so at the start of this conversation, we talked about attention and awareness. And right here, I'd like to say, I'd like to go on record to say that this is the key to understanding your feelings. This is the one golden bullet, silver bullet. If you go to the movies, then your attention will follow the plot. It will follow one point in the movie. There will be certain things on the screen that you won't be aware of. There are certain things in the cinema that you won't be aware of. And if it's a really good movie, what will happen is your attention will be the entirety of your experience. So you won't have awareness of anything else. You'll be completely lost in the film. And this is exactly what's happening with sexual frustration, because you are having a feeling, and it's the only thing in existence. The feeling has you, is one way of saying it. You don't have the feeling, it has you. So it's pressing into your awareness. It's immediate. There's nothing else around but this feeling. And this would mean that your attention and your awareness are exactly the same size. So if we're using this analogy of your attention being like a pinprick, like a little dot, and your awareness is being this fubbly sound of waves and parameters and fields, and it's everything, then your awareness is more like a cloud. So we've got a pinprick and a cloud. But with sexual frustration, with this feeling, your feeling is just one thing. There's no difference between your attention and your awareness. There's only one thing happening to you. So what you've got to do is to practice moving between your attention and your awareness. So you can do this right now. Your attention is somewhere. You might be listening to me. You might be listening to your thoughts. 
you might not be listening to me, <laughs> you might be distracted doing whatever you're doing, but wherever your attention is, just note where it is and say, okay, that's where my attention is. You can point your finger at it or make a mental note. That's where my attention is. Now let's expand that point to your awareness. Well, let's hold your attention where it is and contrast it with your awareness. So what can you bring into awareness? The sounds that you weren't aware of? The sounds that are not in your attention? Maybe there's a bird chirping in the background. Maybe there's sights that are not part of your field of vision that you can become aware of and bring into your awareness and bring into your perception. There are certain feelings. There are certain things happening. Just expand to see. Try and do a checklist of everything that you can see. So we'll go through the senses one at a time. Let's check what, where is everything that you can see. Look around and all the things that you can see. You got it? So now we'll do smell. What can you smell? All the different things. There might be different things. Usually there's only one smell per environment. If you move your head around very subtly and you're very sensitive, you can actually smell different things within a small space of time, but it takes a time to develop that sense of subtlety. Just note what you can smell. And now let's do hearing. What can you hear? Every single thing that you can hear for distant or nearby or whatever. Just listen to what you can hear. Now, how about feeling? Are you sitting somewhere, standing somewhere? Is there a temperature where you are? Is there an air pressure? Is there wind or something? Is there a freshness or a staleness to the room that you're in? Or if you're outdoors, wherever you are, how do you feel physically? Also, how do you feel emotionally? How do you feel inside your body? Are you tired? Are you exhausted from something? Are you excited? Are you energized? Can you not sit still? You've got ants in your pants. So all these things together, sight, smell, taste, touch, feelings, so on, are part of your awareness. The totality of all of them is your awareness. So there are things that you are not aware of and that you can't be aware of. You can't be aware of the Sydney Harbour Bridge. I mean, if you think about it and you imagine it, then in a small sense, it is a part of your awareness just by bringing it into your thought patterns. But in an immediate sense, it's not part of your awareness. It's not a dominant part of your awareness. So the next time you are sexually frustrated, the next time you are feeling your sexual energy, first of all, just note that that's where your attention is. You don't have to move your attention. You can just say, that's my attention. That's the point. This is the feeling. And then contrast it with the things that are around you. And if you can do this, and you should really practice when you're not sexually frustrated as well, then you'll start to see that your attention is always smaller than your awareness. So your attention is a point, and your awareness is a big cloud. And if you can put a point into the cloud and move it around the cloud, 
then the feeling won't dominate you. It won't be all of you. It won't control you. You might think of an objection to this, which is that if your sexual feeling becomes smaller in comparison to your awareness, then you won't have as much of a good experience. And there is a point, there is a time when you want to have sexual energy. And if you're a young guy with a lot of testosterone who doesn't have a girlfriend and you're struggling with sexual frustration, it might be the last thing on your mind of thinking about how you might be one day an old man who will miss this feeling and be praying for this feeling to come back. So that's another way of framing this feeling. But if your feeling is only a point within your awareness, it doesn't actually diminish it because it actually allows for the point of attention to expand. And if you have a big field of awareness and your point of attention expands, then your feelings can actually expand. So as you're more able to contend with your feelings, you're more able to let them flower and let them become more complicated. So this is the key to opening up your experience of reality because you expand your awareness and your feelings within that field of awareness also expand And you start to see the little nuances, the little differences in them. And there are different forms of sexual spikes. There are different areas in the body which your sex can manifest itself. And usually if you're sexually frustrated and you have a low understanding of attention and awareness, you might just have your sexual feeling just in your dick. You might have just one tiny point you, you, you just have your prick and that's where your sex is. You just need your dick tended to. But when you expand this feeling and you are allowing it to flow up and flow out, you'll find that that, that energy actually goes into your pelvis, into your thighs, into your legs, up your tummy, up your torso, into your heart, into your legs and your feet and your hands and your fingers. And you can actually broaden out this feeling and This is one of the keys to enlightenment. This is one of the keys to reaching a higher feeling of sexual energy and a higher experience of reality. Because if you can just sit somewhere and allow your energy to explode without you, and you don't need to add a story to it, you don't need to psychologize it or rationalize it, And you don't even need to act upon it. You don't even need to say anything about it. You can reach this powerful way of being. You can reach these higher states of emotional mastery. And so sexual energy is one of the doorways into those higher states of consciousness. So the Kama Sutra and the process of sexual yoga are not entirely just about having better sex or better experiences of sex, I think we want to go a step further, which is allowing ourselves to have feelings and having the tools to contend with all sorts of feelings, irregardless of our manifest world situation. Because we don't want to be dependent on other people for our satisfaction. And 
human connection is a separate issue. I think we should gloss over it just here. At the moment, I'm talking about sexual frustration as a feeling within one person and how they can deal with it on their own terms. If we want to talk about sexual frustration between couples or between long-term partners, then that's a different issue, I think. That's a different thing that we can talk about. But if we have this in mind, that we're working towards higher states of consciousness and higher feelings and higher mastery over the things that we feel on a daily basis, then we can see the point of working this muscle between the point of attention and the field of awareness. So make sure you practice it. It doesn't take any extra time to practice. You're just going throughout your day and you say, here's my attention, here's my awareness. Here's my attention, here's my awareness. And you go back between the two, here and there, here and there. And at different points throughout the day, you'll be in different situations, you'll be in different environments, you'll have different points of attention, you'll put your attention on different things, you'll have different flavors of feelings. You can do this with any feeling, it doesn't have to be sexual frustration, but Make sure you use your sexual frustration, your testosterone spikes as triggers to remind you to put your attention and your awareness into action. So every time you get your testosterone spike, you see that hot chick, just remind yourself, this is my opportunity. This is my practice. This is what I'm doing. So thanks very much for tuning in, everyone. We've been a little bit sexy today, a little bit rude, a little bit private. Hope it doesn't make you feel too giggly to talk about sex. But this is our cures for sexual frustration conversation. Let me know how you go with it. My name is Andrew and we'll be back soon with more. I hope you see some hot chicks today.